The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Everybody and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I am here with two lovely women. First, the lovely Sharon. Hi. And second, the lovely Molly. Hello. <laughs> if we'd have left her on the floor, she would have been making noise. I know. That's for sure. I know. She's in my lap. Getting scratched as we speak. Yeah. Because that's what she does. Yeah. So, welcome to another podcast, another week. And the way to get a hold of us is to visit www.jmtalk.net. That's jmtalk.net. From there, you can subscribe to the program so you don't miss an episode when they drop. You can also check out the 24-7 stream, and uh, you can also visit all the other stuff that's going on there as well. Also, Facebook, uh, we're jmtalk at Facebook, and uh, stop there too for discussion. Uh, interesting things about the show, and sometimes a video pops up, like last week, uh, or last week or so, when I did the video about drivers. And then what's interesting is we were down in Ocean View this weekend. Oh my goodness! And I posted on the Facebook Horrible. page about that Pennsylvania woman. That I didn't do a video of it. You know, as I said when it happened, um, I had my eye on her. As if knowing she was going to do something stupid. Right. Which she did. Which she did. Um, she was in the center of the road. In the turning lane. In yeah, the, they were either turn, turn. Yeah. Yeah, they were either turn lane. And there was a line of cars making a left. And she was in that line. And, um, yeah. So she decided she didn't want to be in that line anymore. Just as I approached her. Just as you were side by side yeah, with her, Yeah, we were side by side, right. And, and she decided she'd start moving into our lane. Yeah, yeah. And cut me off. Yeah, well, and then so you, thankfully you were watching, you ended up slamming on the brakes. Uh, she started I not coming in. I laid on the horn. Uh, yeah, you laid on the horn. She, then she decided to back off, and then she flew in front of us, sped up, and made a left turn into an empty lot, and spun out in there, just like so mad. Yeah, um, hopefully she went into that empty lot because she had crapped her pants. Yes. <laughs> but and, and so this is what we this is what we experience like all the time. And then it happened like two other times on the way back. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. First that of all was absolutely nuts. First of all, the town is full as it is on weekends with traffic because this is like this is What's well, a resort town? Well and right, and if you remember I was telling you some time ago I found out that Ocean View was actually set up to be that quiet little setting. Yeah. Just off the beaches. So like people come there to do their relaxing and everything. But yeah. it's central to like Dewey and Everywhere. Bethany and Rehoboth yeah. and yeah. Fenwick and Delaware Seashore and Ocean City. So they right, go right. do their thing. So like two or three times during the day when I guess it's really heavy trying to move through that town. Right. 
And yeah, that was that was a doozy. Pennsylvania wombat and is how I worded it. So yeah, but I think it bothered you more than it bothered me. It did. Um I was I was upset, so I showed her a salute. Um which she didn't see, unfortunately. But um yeah I try not like if something were to have happened then yeah I would have freaked out just as much if not more so than you however it didn't happen because I know how to drive and apparently she didn't right so I mean but you have to have your outburst my dad used to say because he used to get he used to have this quick outburst at other drivers and then right. he, he would be fine yeah and he said you have you have to get it out instead of bottling it in Right, but um, I get I get particularly pissed off at the way people drive. Oh, trust me, I know. You know, I, I, I and, and it, it's all the time. In fact, we just found out yesterday that this year oh my God, they're doing I know. an evaluation across the you know I guess the whole state's doing an evaluation. All these insurance companies and delaware everyone in delaware is going to see a rate increase this calendar year because of the amount of accidents so thank you you wombat delawareans that cannot drive or, or the out-of-staters that caused the accidents right you bunch of d-bags because now we're all going to get an increase in our insurance right. because because of you're an idiot that and it's true. How many times do we do I sit here and tell you at the at the when I, I come know. home from work? Did you see six, seven, eight, twelve accidents I already know. today? Yeah, yeah, and half of them were rollovers. Yeah, rollovers and helicopters are the two big things now. The two big features of an accident here yeah. in Delaware. It's you know? just ridiculous. So when it's a, and the shame of it is, it's like people who know how to drive like us and don't have these problems, we will right. pay for it in our insurance. Exactly. You know, and it's so. Yes, so, I get so passionate. It's it's almost not worth being a good driver. Right. Right. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, I could be an aggressive driver. You, you're not. What? <laughs> um. No. If I was, I would have followed her into that empty lot. Yeah. No. No. Back in the day, I might have when I was like a lot younger. The problem, the problem, thirty with, years ago, right? Because <laughs> the problem with doing anything that is a, that seems like road rage, you don't know who is capable of what anymore. And that is so true. And, and, and you un don't unfortunately, know who's packing and who's yeah, not. It's unfortunately, you know, right. true. Yeah. You know, no, sad. you're absolutely right. Which is why I've, you know, thank you. I have to say, uh, for forcing me to calm down over the years. <laughs> Why well, don't mind driving down and back to keep you calm? You know. Yeah, especially more recently. So um, anyway, while we were coming back from going to the store when that incident happened, I mm -hmm. saw a really interesting sign down there on this business. You remember it said, "Celebrate our oceans, stop plastic pollution." Oh, I know. And I think that's a great thing. Don't get yeah. me wrong, because uh, as I reported before in my previous. Uh, show life right. uh, on behind the mic and we reported on uh, plastics in the ocean especially the great plastic dump of the pacific ocean that's the yeah. size of texas when i reported on it was the size of texas right so yes it's very important but then that got me thinking and we talked a little bit about this in the cars you know right. um 
I attribute that and other things. I attribute that to the way. I, I don't know if you want to call it a generation gap. How you want to call it? The way people have been raised in the last generation. Um, you know. It, yeah, they it, just don't care. Right, they don't care how their actions have consequences. Have consequences exactly. So, it, it, for for instance, when you and I were children. Right. So let's say we're we're out and about driving somewhere, we're going on vacation, whatever, and of course we're all in the back seat, and then we have mom and dad up front. Let's say I threw a, uh, I put a piece of gum in my mouth and threw the paper out the window. Oh. Now, depending on where I sit in the back seat, from either the dad's perspective or mom's perspective, right. a black guy is being delivered to that back seat. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it was. It really was. I mean, and then I think. Um, a lot of it had to do with the Native American. Oh, uh, the, with the teardrop the, in the yeah, 70s? Yeah, by the road a lot of it had to do with that? Well, Explain yourself. Okay. Back then, we were being made to realize how our actions... Had um, consequences. Had consequences. And, yeah, I mean, I just think... Because that was the first television commercial of its time to show that when you throw something out the window, it's really affecting other things, right. not just you getting rid of your trash right. out the window, how unsafe it is to the environment. Right. So. Right. And, the, and those kinds of things went away, and the way, right. and the way that you... And I don't even know how this happened. Like, I was trying to think how this happened. Because somewhere along the way, it be, it, you weren't able to, uh, I'm just going to say, discipline your kids the way we were disciplined. And, I mean, you know, yeah, I guess today's... By oh, today's, I know, I know. By today's standards, in somebody's eyes, it might be considered abuse. But, you know, but we're, we're okay. Yeah. You know, we're not... We, we didn't grow up and we're not shooting we people. We out of hoses. Exactly. Our seatbelt was our mother's hand, you know. And and we had respect for the people around us and the environment around well, us. Well, that's because our parents put the fear of God in us. Which I'm sure their parents did to them. Exactly. So, but what broke? Us as parents were forced to not put the fear of God. Well, we had ways. We had ways of doing it, and our children, oh, our children are, grew are up very, fine. Yeah, yeah. Our children are respectful. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, and you know, thinking about it, every generation says when they get to the childbearing years, they say, "I am never going to do what my parents did to me." Right. Every generation has said that, and. This time, it had an ill effect. Yeah, yeah. Really, because re the lack of respect. Um, what else? Oh, and the lack of respect. <laughs> and the birth of things like, uh, you know, uh, DIFUS and child services and, you know. Well, there was always DIFUS and child services, you know, child protection agency but in my of some sort. But I think you would agree that somewhere in the 90s, that whole system... 
yeah. took a nosedive and was being abused. Like, all you had to do was pick up the phone. If you didn't like your neighbor, you could pick up your phone all of a sudden and have their kids taken away from them right. with no uh, uh, investigation. Well, we'll pull the kids and then we'll investigate you. And most of the time, most of the stories that you read about were horror stories of right. a negative file being created during an investigation. Like, are you really a bad parent? Or, or on the flip side... The neighbor calls on, you know, about how the kids are doing this, this, and this. And it's actually a problem. And the Child Protective Services do not investigate it. Right. And then it becomes a major problem when that said child is in the bell tower, you know, yeah, shooting out shooting the students. Absolutely. Shooting out the students in the town. Yeah. You know? So... I mean, that's, <laughs> we can talk and I talk know, and, and I'm thinking to myself, this. they start out as plastic, keep the plastic know, out of the right? ocean. <laughs> but I really think that that's largely responsible for that and other right, things. Right, You know, and, and, and that, so And the now, other thing is now, nowadays, there are a lot more things being made of plastic, whereas before it wasn't plastic, it was glass or some other type of material. Right. You know what I mean? So... Everything nowadays is being made of plastic. Right. Of some form of plastic. And also, I was going to say nowadays, because people don't have the respect that we grew up uh, getting and maintaining and having. Right. And now that we have. So because of that, this and other things, because I said there's more than just this. Oh, absolutely. Now we have to spend money and try to find ways to clean these problems up right you know what i mean yeah, oh, yeah. even here on the show Absolutely. even here I, I i end the show saying if you're out and about in the park a beach wherever right. you go pick up three pieces of trash exactly you know you know people look at me if i'm i don't know walking down the street which is rare but or if i'm walking somewhere and i see even if it's a gum wrapper i'll pick it up and people look at me like uh you know well, they're, they're the wombats that don't I get it. I respect Mother Earth, you know? Absolutely. I do. I respect her, and um, I would like to see her live on. Was that her? Yes. Was that her doing the dragon yawn? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Wow, that was <laughs> creepy. <laughs> it, it, I, I, during the playback, it will sound creepy, like we have spirits in here. Very. <laughs> But uh, but so yeah, so we saw that sign, and and, and it's true. And so unfortunately, we do have to create programs. We have to put banners up and signs up, and basically beg people to clean up after themselves. Right. And some Facebook. When it should be common sense. It should be. That's right. why we. I said we need a new party in this country, the Party of Common Sense. <laughs> but yeah. there are some of the groups I belong to on Facebook that are that are Indian River area, the beaches area, the state parks area. There are people that actually. Show pictures of the mess left behind, and then they have oh, then a picture of them having it all piled up before it goes in the trash. There are people that right. go down there to the beaches in Delaware and clean or, up the party or before, even, or even places like Dover where they have Dover Downs and they oh, have yeah. races and they have the Firefly you know, Festival Firefly. and all that. What a bunch of pigs! Right? I mean, they the camping area 
is absolutely horrific. Yeah, y'all are pigs. Right? Clean up after yourselves. And then it costs money because then you got to pay somebody to clean, to it, all clean up. it all up. Yeah. When in fact it takes two seconds, literally two seconds, to throw your soda can in the trash. When you're done with it, right. What I even ask you, like, if you did that along the way, you wouldn't even have a mess to clean up. Exactly. Which is irrelevant because, as you just said, they don't clean up their mess. They right. just leave it. They prefer to have somebody get paid to clean up after right. them. So, damn it, celebrate uh, our oceans. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so anyway... Continuing with some summer stuff here. Do I? Yeah, I got time. So, you know, there's been a big wahoo about the uh, uh, the flesh-eating bacteria that's in, in the bays. Yes. And there's this, yeah. this food that comes out of the bays up here. In North. Well, the town of, the city of Lewis um, put out a statement. Lewis, Delaware, Lewis, Delaware, yes. Right. Re received many calls about water quality at our beaches. We understand there have been media reports about a flesh-eating virus being found in the Delaware Bay. This is not the case. Isn't this interesting? Yeah. Uh, the city has talked to a Why scientist not <laughs> in Denrex Watershed Assessment Section uh, and also at the center of the inland bays about the Vibro bacteria. Here are a few facts that should help ease people's concerns and put them into better perspective. Vibrio is a naturally occurring bacteria that has always been in our bays and will continue to be in our bays and is usually harmless to humans. Vibrio bacteria are not the result of fecal or chemical pollution entering the bays. They occur naturally in warm coastal waters. Warmer waters promote Vibrio growth. Mm -hmm. Recent research at the University of Delaware shows that Vibrio bacteria may become more abundant in the bays when some types of algae bloom in response to excess nutrients in the water. Most healthy people are not high risk for Vibrio infections. However, people with compromised immune systems or liver disease are more vulnerable. There is no evidence that there is any more risk in our bays this year than there have been in previous years. There is no need to avoid bay waters, but take common sense precautions such as do not go in the water with a cut or open wound. Wear <laughs> swimming shoes or whatever they call them. Uh, do not get cut. Do not If you get cut, wash and disinfect the wound and see a doctor if there is any sign of concern. Pay attention to beach closures and do not harvest shellfish from the prohibited areas. Cooking seafood kills associated bacteria. Do not consume raw oysters or clams if you're in a high-risk group. Now, that first point, uh, that second point, um, uh, the first point, don't go into water with an open cut or wound. What's funny about that is... Yeah, I know what you're We talked about say, this. Too, Our parents, yeah, if we had yeah. a cut or a wound when we were at the beach, are like, go get in the water. Let the salt water clean it out. Well, <laughs> I don't recall if my parents told me this. However, I did notice um, when I was younger... That I would have, I would have sores in my nails on my feet, and not sores, but you know, um, I got a little bit of infection or something, you know. Right. And if I went in the water, it would clear it right up. Yeah, exactly. You know, and uh, I. Not that today. Would, that would be the only reason I went in the water. Not today. It would be a bacteria that would start <laughs> eating your flesh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 So I don't know if that puts me at any any, uh, any ease. Oh, I did read somewhere though this past week they said that uh, th this is a problem in bays, so right. not the ocean water. Because the ocean water is continuously moving. Well, so is a bay. Yeah, but not always. I think if a bay can be more still waters than an ocean, because the ocean's always moving. That's deep. No that pun intended. Is deep. <laughs> 
Okay. All right. So um, uh, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we got to talk about swimming pools and sharks and all kinds of stuff. And not baby, baby shark. No, shark. not baby shark. So we'll be back after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the program, The Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik here with the lovely Sharon. And the website is uh, jmtalk.net. Uh, again, jmtalk.net. Plus, find us at Facebook at jmtalk and on Twitter at jmtalkradio. Boy, we're getting the eye from, uh, from, the, <laughs> I know. from the protector down here. Right. And the thing is, she was just walked. I know. We just did everything before we went in the studio yeah. for you. Yeah. Okay. But Oop. because. Boop the nose. She does not have our undivided attention. Right. Exactly. She's got to harass mommy. So, um, b- 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 here we Okay. So, in recent weeks, and I think we talked about this, I think, last week on the show, is all the videos, news, reports, and even on Facebook, the personal accounts of shark sightings up and down the East Coast. I mean, Maine to the Bahamas. Okay, so... I am not an oceanographer. Neither am I. Um, but there's a reason. Yeah, because sharks live in the ocean, right? Right. Okay, but I'm talking about or, encounters close to shore. Oh, my God. I, I figured it out. What? Because baby shark. No. Do, do, do. Absolutely No, because not. people are singing it, and they think that they're being called. Oh, really? Is that what's yes. happening? Okay, so anyway... So we have, I mean, come on. So we so we have this it's just seems like it's a very active year for them being close to shore. Yeah. I showed you the video of the dogs attack the shark that tried that came right up to the beach in the water, tried to attack the dog and then all the dog's buddies came off the beach <laughs> and beat yeah, that shark's ass. Right? So um as they should. <laughs> it was just it was a crazy video, but Yeah. So you have that. We just talked about this flesh-eating bacteria problem that is all over the news this year, and uh, the cases are c- counting up. You know up. what? I wonder if they go hand in hand. Get it? Sharks eat flesh. Hence, they bring the flesh-eating. You think disease. they bring the bacteria up? Yes. Actually, they say it's because the, the, the they say because of global warming and climate change. Hence, why the sharks are coming down it's here. Very possible. No, no, down. Wherever they oh, are coming from. I think they would be coming up, I think. Yeah, maybe. So, I don't know. So you have all this. And I was thinking to myself, and with all this problem, I was like, you know, I miss our pool. Because when we had oh, our pool, know. you know, uh, and, and and then this story comes out. About 
flesh-eating disease. No, about oh. poop parasites in pools. Now, what? I don't think this would count for your personal pool, especially because we took really good care of our pool. Oh, yeah. I think this is more like... Wait a minute, like, wait a minute. What was that? I said Did you, you took really good care no, of our pool. No, that is not what you I said. I helped... Never. Oh, never? Never. Not even when we closed it? I'm not the one who got in oh, the water no, and vacuumed it for you? maintained. I said take care of. Well... <laughs> I took care of the pool. You say tomato, I say tomato. Actually, I say tomato. I think you say tomato. Come on, Molly. Molly, come here. So, come here. Okay, punch that. <laughs> so, the CDC is now warning. Um, in The CDC in Atlanta is one of the summer swimmers about a poop-borne parasite. No shit, I'm serious. In <laughs> pools... That can bring on a bout of profuse watery diarrhea in those infected. Ew, come on. The parasite is called cryptosub... I had this, man. I practiced this word. <laughs> Cryptosporidium, or crypto for short. That's funny because crypto for short is also an infection on your computer. <laughs> uh, okay. That's funny. It causes very uncom- a very uncomfortable condition known as... Cryptosporidosis, which can leave healthy adults suffering from very bad diarrhea as long as three weeks. Wow. You know, somebody with, like, say, lactose intolerance that doesn't take care of themselves, mm. this would not be good. No, right? <laughs> the effects can be worse for children, pregnant women, and those with compromised immune systems. At least one child has already died from this. That's a shame. And crypto is lurking in many pools just as the temperatures are rising. Everything's about this temperature rising thing. Yeah, but it is hot out there. It is hot. It only takes one person having diarrhea in the water to contaminate all of the water in a pool. Don't swim or let your kids swim if they're sick with diarrhea. Common sense. Right? (laughs) But if you're sick with diarrhea, um, or, you know, more commonly known as Hershey squirts, um, you're not going (laughs) to let your child... In the pool. Right. Hopefully I mean, hopefully, if it's your personal pool, yeah, you're not going to let anybody in the pool like that, you know? Right. Like your neighbors or anything. Right. You know? You don't want your neighbor in there like, you know, oh, yeah, I've got a case. Get, get out of my pool, Bob. Right. Out. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? <laughs> Nothing. I'm, I'm messing with you. Oh, look look at the, look at that. Oh, that, that might need that an adjustment. you. <laughs> wow, yelling. So, um, the chain infection begins when someone with diarrhea has an accident in the pool. The sick person excretes the parasite at several orders of magnitude higher than the amount necessary to oh, cause infection. Come on. This is pub. This, this is, is a shitty subject. This is stuff they need to know, though. Yeah, but it's a shitty subject. All right. Um, <laughs> so, all right, so just some stats. Between 2009 and 2017, there were 444 cryptosporidosis outbreaks reported in 40 states and Puerto Rico. Wow. The outbreaks resulted in 7,465 people falling ill. Wow. Um, most swimming pools, but also kiddie pools and water playgrounds were responsible for 156, more than one-third of the cases. Untreated wow. water, such as lakes and drinking water, caused 22 cases. You know, and that... Are they referring to bottled drinking water? No, no. Or no. from your spigot? No, probably from your hose. God forbid. Here comes the hose thing again. I know, right? <laughs> Don't drink from the hose. And lake water. Well, now lake water is water that does not move. It's not tidal. So, and it gets very warm, mm-hmm. which promotes the growth of all kinds of stuff. Right. So, some ponds and lakes that you go swimming in, be careful. They could, there, there could be a very active petri dish. <laughs> 
Just stirring up the soup of regret. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have a very photogenic memory. Okay. So so what did I say? No. (laughs) When When you say something like, you know, this Petri dish, I imagine literally this huge Petri dish with water in it and everybody swimming in it. Did you ever do the potato experiment in science class when you were a kid? The petri dish, you, you, took, the, you took a yeah, slice of potato sure and, you, and you cover it and let it, it yeah. sit there and watch it, yeah. watch goo form on it yeah. for a couple of days. Yeah. Anyway. I know. So, um, so speaking of disgusting, what? I'm moving on. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's, let me take a step back. What amazes me, i got to say this, what amazes me is like, usually we, we talk about this sometimes you mention to the listeners that i don't tell you about the stories and some of it's for an element of surprise now it backfired last week because right. we we i actually lost time because i was like this didn't go as i planned it she's not <laughs> she's not into the subject right <laughs> so today before we started the show i pulled all the paperwork and i said this is what we're going to be talking about and to my surprise or maybe not surprise you didn't know anything that it was on the docket. Like, I was like, well, here's what we're going to talk about. I know. I was like, what? You didn't know anything that was on the docket. Nothing. And it's not that I don't read uh, the goings-on in the world, because I do. But, um, wow. <laughs> wow. Molly, that was Molly, Molly wants attention. giving her opinion. Molly, we need like eight more minutes, kid, yeah, all right? right? Um, but I... I guess the the site that I go to for my news um, didn't cover it at all. At all. Well, the Big Brother news site doesn't cover that stuff. <laughs> no, but it also probably would... What is the news site that you go to? MSN. The mm. Royals section. <laughs> yeah, they're not, what? yeah they're, they're not covering this next news story. No? <laughs> oh, man. So, what I wanted to talk about, which you were disgustingly surprised that you didn't hear about this, is about the woman who put up a viral video. Actually, she had somebody taping her while she pulled a container of Bluebell ice cream out of a freezer case in a, in a store. And it turned out to be a Walmart. Uh, and she licked the, she pulled the lid, licked the inside straight across the top, put the lid back on, and put it back on the shelf. No, yeah. So, um, and this is while she's in the store. Yeah, while she's in the store, right. it happened. It happened like eleven no, o'clock at night. I was clarifying night. it yeah. for the audience. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> the Brenham Company, I, I guess they're the ones who make the bluebell ice cream, says it's working with, with the police after the video surfaced on Twitter over the weekend. Now. They have, uh, as I understand it, as an update to this news story, they have identified her. So now, oh good, now they, go get her. They have an arrest warrant. So now it's ver- they, and then they think they ID her, her. Tongue out. Verify the ID, make the arrest. That's where we were before the weekend, and we right. lost internet. Yes. <laughs> well. So, yes. Uh, we do not know where the video was taken, but it was it received a lot of comments on social media. In a statement on its website, Bluebell says concerned customers should notice any tampering because their half-gallon ice cream lids are frozen tightly to the carton with a natural seal. Now, let's talk yeah, about that well, seal for a minute. Okay, why isn't it plastic sealed? Well, I thought about like, that, but like, go ahead, like who? Well, I was going to say, but nobody does that. Nobody, nobody does a plastic they seal. They used to. 
There right. used to be a plastic seal you had to cut off, but not anymore. And now they do this natural seal. And the way it works is, I think, do I have it here? Yeah. During production, half gallons of ice cream are flipped upside down and sent to a hardening room where the ice cream freezes to create a natural seal. The lids are frozen tightly to the carton. That's why I feel like I need Jack Armstrong to pull the lid off an ice cream container for the first time. Especially the little ones. Yeah, so they're saying that's how you would know. So if you got to put that much pressure on it, I think if you looked at a half gallon of ice cream, you would see that it was tampered with. Right, because inevitably you're going to rip it. You're going to rip that... That um really, I'm pretty careful. Uh, yeah, but you know what? I always rip it, always, no matter how. Do you rip it real good? <laughs> rip, it. rip it real good. Bump, bum, but let's so let's go back to talking bum, about bum, this bum, bum, this dumbass. Oh, okay, yes. I mean, you know, this this goes back a little bit to the conversation we had earlier. Common sense. What is wrong with these people these days? Not brought up to respect people property and things yeah you know and and do, it leaves and, me scratching my head <laughs> it you know it, it it brings up i see this meme come floating around social media all the time which more and more is more true than the last time i saw it and it says i'm so glad i grew up in the 70s and the 80s because i am so glad because i did all that dumb shit and there was no social media right she puts this or the person uh, um they're working to identify the person who the guy who took the camera yeah yeah um they put this on social media and what people that age these youngins these millennials don't understand apparently is it never goes away right and then they do it and then they're surprised when the police knock on their door exactly knock 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 yeah hey yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like the, the wombat of the week last week who threw fire into their neighbor's house. Oh, and, my God. I said, know. Oh, here's my password to my camera. You can see if you find anything or not. Yeah, you throwing a towel of fire into the house, <laughs> oh my God. dumbass. That was a true wombat. <laughs> I tell you. So, um, now, my update on the fact that we know it was a Walmart... 11 yes. p.m. ish in the evening. So it's a 24 hour. And they 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 feel they identified the suspect, and were moving for a warrant after positive ID. That was like Friday's news. So I right. actually don't have an update on this right now. So I'm, why are we talking about it? Because she licked the <laughs> ice cream. Kidding. I'm kidding. Because she's disgusting. She's nasty. And you're right. I think they should cut her tongue off. I think the crime needs to fit. The punishment needs to fit the crime. I'm a firm believer of an eye for an eye, man. You know, uh, a colleague at work who is from South America, he said to me, we were talking one day about, you know, uh, crime and punishment here in America. And he said, let me tell you how it goes back in my country. He said, if you steal something, he says, the first offense, they cut your finger off. They cut your finger off. He said, wow. you do it again, they cut your hand off. And if you steal a third time, they put you to death. See, and that's how it should be. I bet your crime would be much lower. Right? An eye for an eye. A tooth for a tooth. A nail for a nail. A lick for a lick. Ew. <laughs> Ew. You just took it to a nasty place. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so they've identified her. And uh, things are moving along. What I will do before I... T- uh, tonight... Okay. Because, again, here we are on a Sunday back in the studio doing the show on a Sunday. <laughs> um, to, I'll 
get an update and try to get it up on Facebook tonight. So okay. people, when they listen to the show, they go, oh, let me go to Facebook at JM Talk right. and get that update. Right. And we need to find a way for you to get more non-royal news to your phone. I see you get some stuff. The other day you got a news story oh, about the earthquake. No, I do, yeah. No, and by I the do. way, I, before we get to oh, our next break, yeah, I do want to yeah. just say, you know, Please. there was a 6-4 and then a 7-1 after the 6-4 yeah. in California. They said there have been over a 1,000 aftershocks. I know. Yeah, they I said there's that. so many aftershocks that it's just like rolling constantly. Right. Prayers to everybody. Rolling with the homies. Yeah, so so <laughs> prayers to everybody in California. I have some yes, friends in California, yes, uh, some people absolutely. on Facebook. Um, you know, do what you can to be, be prepared. Safe. Yeah, try and be safe. I understand. I know it's hard. The but one community I understand that was closest to uh, the, the epicenter. Thing, yeah, they said that the everyone was sleeping in the street. Aww. They they would rather be in the street with their neighbors, obviously, than in the house yeah, where something right. can fall yeah, on you. You know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. So, um, and that's that is so unsafe. Well, it is. It, it is unsafe it, because it is, you know well, we talked about it. Bad not, people in this yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. And and that's why I said it's unsafe, not because of an earthquake. And that is horrific to say, not because of an earthquake, but because of bad people. Right, bad actors. That could show up and take right. advantage of you being in the street, sleeping with your families and yeah. sleeping bags, you right. know, your your wide open houses, so to right. speak. And, you know, so anyway, prayers to everyone out there. Hopefully Absolutely. it calms down. There's always that chance, though. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, that's another big piece of news. But I saw that come across your phone the other day. Yeah. So yeah. You, you I do, do get stuff. No, I do. I was joking when I said about the royals. <laughs> Not really. But I... um. I do get other news, and if I think, you know, maybe you didn't hear about it, then, you know, I might mention it to right. you. Right, right. Absolutely. But I do. I And then I'm not one of those where it pops up, or, you know, as a push, and I don't do anything. I usually, if I find this story interesting, I'll go into the story and I'll read yeah. about it, you know? Well, I, and that's one of the ways I use Facebook a lot, you know. Uh, when I see something on Facebook, first of all, if it's a piece of news that's with the news story from a reliable source attached to it, right. I save those links. And like I told you before the show, because you're like, how do you have all that stuff? Well, I save them, and then near the end of the week, I get them all printed out and then unsave no, them. No, I know, and it, I should be doing that as well. That's okay. Kind of like contribute to the show. You do contribute to the show. Other than my good looks. You bring your good look and your presence and your sexiness to the microphone. That's all that that they're asking for out there. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then. So, all right. We're going to take a break. Uh, You're going on Molly duty. And when I come back, we have another Wombat for you this week and more heroes to honor. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right. Bye, folks. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and run the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. 
With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik. Thank you for being here. Reminding you to stop by my website at www.jmtalk.net where you can subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player or service. And you can also listen to the stream, 24-7 stream of the Joel Mahalik Show. If you cannot wait that long, and you, then you listen to the uh, ever-growing library of ongoing podcasts there. Also, we're at Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. So there are the various uh, ways you can get in touch with the show, and we hope you do. Also, you can email us at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. Okay, so that's another outlet that you can get in touch with us at. So this is what we call the home stretch of the program, where we have a couple of things we store here on a regular basis. Wombat of the Week, uh, Honor Thy Heroes, and of course, one last thing. And so, uh, without further ado, and moving on, we're going to go into the Wombat of the Week segment. But first, I want to tell you how you can get involved in the fun by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to the show. All you have to do is email the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com or, as I previously mentioned, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also submit your stories in a message on our Facebook page at JM Talk. So get me those stories, folks. Because that's how this segment works. So uh, I want to talk about our wombat this week, and this is this is a whopper. No pun intended. This is a whopper of a wombat. Uh, so, <laughs> um, according to uh, stories coming out of various news sources, um, 58-year-old Tommy Martin is suing. Parties for civil rights violations in the way of shorting him on hash rounds. Uh, so apparently, if you get the Hardy's breakfast platter, okay, uh, it comes with two slices of bacon, two scrambled eggs, and two biscuits sopped in sausage gravy. And you'll also get roughly a half dozen hash rounds. Now, their hash rounds are just larger hash browns, as I understand it. Um, so. Anyway, out of Mount Holly, North Carolina, the resident mentioned, Tommy Martin, says he received just two hash rounds on an order he placed on May 30th, uh, a decision he believes was racially motivated, according to the Charlotte Observer. As a result, he has filed a lawsuit against the fast food chain uh, this past week, accusing the restaurant of violating his civil Writes, it may sound like a bit much over four hash rounds. So this is what Martin says happened. He tells the observer that once he saw the destitute display of hash rounds, he asked the cashier for more, and it appeared the employee was going to give him the correct amount until a manager stepped in. The manager, who was white, Caucasian, I'm sorry, I don't like that word, Caucasian, refused Martin's request telling him that 
is what you get, according to the handwritten lawsuit that Martin filed. He was the only black customer in the restaurant at the time. So I guess because the manager was white or Caucasian and Martin was the only black person in the store, well, of course, this must have been racially charged. There's no other reason for it. For example, being that I spent an entire career in fast food working with kids that work in fast food, no way could this have just been a stupid mistake by someone not doing their job right. No. Black customer, white manager, it has to be race. Right? <laughs> um, so anyway, the manager did end up refunding Martin's order and says that he still feels deeply hurt by the incident and he told the observer the scene felt like it belonged in the 1960s when restaurants across the South refused to serve black customers. Ah. <sighs> According to the Jacksonville Daily News, which cites Martin's lawsuit, he developed sibophobia, or a fear of food, after being refused the hash rounds and now refuses to eat in public. Let me repeat this for you. He has developed sibophobia, which is a fear of food, after being refused four friggin' pieces of potatoes. And now he refuses to eat in public. He says it's not a money issue. He just wants to be treated fairly. Well, Mr. Martin, if I may, as somebody who has worked in the fast food field, good luck getting a fair shake at any fast food establishment, especially these days. Go back and visit the last handful of podcasts of the Joel Mahalik Show where Sharon and I have made it clear that fast food service is tanking tanking so it was not I don't believe it was a race thing I don't believe it's a money thing I I don't know what it is I don't know what it is except I just think it was pure laziness we're talking about four pieces of potato missing from your plate that's not a racially charged incident it is not I don't care how you look at it you're talking about potatoes uh I don't I, I I don't know what to tell you. I can tell you that Sharon and I are closely coming to the end of our wanting to go to any fast food restaurant because we we have a couple we frequent. We haven't been to McDonald's in years. Years. Uh we haven't been to Burger King in a couple of months because we no longer can find a Burger King that gives you the right order, the complete order, or even has a clean restaurant that you can eat in, or a friendly staff. So that's two off the list. We haven't been to a Taco Bell in a while. I don't know why. But my point here is, is... It wasn't racially charged. You got a crappy deal, and it was because somebody was being lazy. Why the manager acted like he did, because the customer's always right. He should have just fixed it. He should have given you, I don't know, uh, given you 18 friggin' hash rounds if that's what you wanted. But instead, you developed a phobia. Mm. You developed a fake phobia 
over potatoes. Potatoes. Tommy Martin, you're the Wombat of the Week. I'm sorry, you just are. You are the Wombat of the Week. And when we do our year-end Wombat of the Year, I think you have a really good chance of winning that contest as well. And that's the Wombat of the Week. Anyway. So please, <laughs> send me more. Send me more of these kinds of stories. I'm telling you, we need them. Okay, so, um, honor uh, thy heroes is uh, is one of my favorite segments, and it's because we are we honor uh, everyday heroes, whether they are uh, emergency personnel, law enforcement officers, firefighters, or just anybody. And um, and this week we got a good one for you. What I want to talk about today with the honor thy heroes and the heroes that I want to honor are actually several. Uh, you know, we we see this, we're seeing this more and more often, which is terrible, is uh, law enforcement officers that are falling in the line of duty. And, um, you know, it's not always, you know, it, it's various reasons, but we see a lot more of just carelessness on other people's part. You know what I mean? Uh, the Being gunned down or, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. And it, it ties back in, actually, to respect earlier. We were saying about respect. I mean, my... My dad always taught me, full respect for the law. When you get pulled over or approached by an officer of the law, yes, sir, no, sir, you know, no funny business. But that's not the case anymore. And uh, being that it's, uh, you know, I'm seeing this spike again. And I, I talked about this last year on a show. We're seeing this spike again. And I just wanted to mention, uh, you know, some of the fallen officers, like over the last week or couple of weeks, it, it's crazy. Um, you know, uh, for ex example, Harris County, Texas Sheriff's Department, which, you know, they've been in our Honor Thy Heroes before, um, you know, for on, you know, better reason than, th than this, but, um, Deputy Omar Diaz, um, who, uh, died after collapsing at a scene of a stabbing, and, uh, Officer John Anderson, Tennessee Officer John Anderson, Killed in a crash when a teen driver collided with him in an intersection? Like, how'd that, how'd that go wrong? You know? I mean, he's just out there doing his thing. And, um, how about uh, Detective um, Luis Alvarez testified uh, in front of Congress on behalf of the 9-11 Victims Fund? And just days later, after testifying, an emotional testimony, standing up for his fellow law enforcement officers... He passes away from cancer, succumbed to, you know, ground zero related cancer, 53 years old. Um, and then we have, uh, from out of Missouri, we have the um, Michael Lansdorf, North County Police, uh, you know, fatally shot. June 23rd, uh, Illinois, Illinois Deputy Troy Chisholm shot in the line of duty at the scene of a disturbance. Also, one last one, another one, 623 St. Louis, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, 
That's 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 also Michael Lansdorf. I'm sorry, came up in two different places, Michael Lansdorf. But you see, this is I don't I don't understand what's going on out there. You know, these yes, there's some bad seeds in in in, in the police community. We've seen that. We've covered that. We talked about it on this show. We've talked about this on my previous show. But they're bad seeds in a garden full of people who put their lives on the line every day for us, for you. But such is the way things are. But here on the program, we're honoring these heroes, all these fallen heroes in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, and, and they, they wear the crown this week on Honor Thy Heroes. Gave the ultimate sacrifice for your safety and mine in their respective communities. Honor them. Take a, take a moment this week for them. So, uh, as far as Honor Thy Heroes, that's another, that's another thing. Everyday Heroes, if you have a story, especially because local communities, we don't get the news from all these different local communities. If you have somebody who is, you know, wears a uniform or not. Not every hero wears a uniform. Send it to us. Radio at gmail.com. I would be happy to have them. Happy to honor them on the program. Okay, one last thing. And so I wanted to talk about, I'm sure you've seen in the news uh, about the journalist Andy Ingo, um, who was uh, brutally assaulted by Antifa, uh, an or- a, a organization that I think it stands for anti-fascists or something like that, and you know, always out counter-protesting. Uh, I'm sure you heard about that in Portland. Also, two other Oregon men, John Bloom and Adam Kelly, uh, mobbed and pummeled, pummeled by black-masked protesters in a horrific attack that left uh, John Bloom be- bleeding profusely from wounds to his face and skull. And um, and this was all documented on social media by Michelle Malkin. I'm sorry, Michelle Malkin, as well as others. Um, also, um, so that has happened, and there are videos on social media that are brutal. Um, I, I I could not even watch much of the videos. And uh, so, there's a lot of outrage over Portland for not doing something about this. But here's <clears throat> here's my this is my last thing because I don't want to run out of time. I want to make my point. And so, listen, we have this great thing in this country called the Bill of Rights in the U.S. Constitution. The Bill of Rights guarantees, you know, uh, rights to us as citizens of this country. And uh, one of them is, um, you know, uh, freedom of speech, expression, you know, <laughs> those things. Um, that's guaranteed. And so I would never infringe on your right to free speech and, and to be able to protest because the Constitution protects you and allows you to do that. However, if you cover your face and you go out and you beat people and put them into the hospital and uh, all in the name of free speech, your right to protest, you're not protesting. 
You're not protesting at all. All of a sudden, you're nothing but a lawless mob. That's what you are. That's exactly what Antifa is. I have not seen one story since Antifa came onto the scene. I haven't seen one story where they peacefully protested anything of value. Usually, every story I see is about Antifa counter-clashing with peaceful protests. They have attacked... Uh, they've attacked people from the LGBT community. They have attacked senior citizens. They have attacked veterans. They have attacked uh, other min- any minorities, um, young people. The best thing I've seen all week is a video came out today. Well, I mean, I'm, I I didn't have internet for a couple of days, but I saw a video this morning on social media of a group, small group of Antifa running into a group of middle-aged men. That didn't turn out too well for Antifa. Why? Because they're not senior citizens. They're not um, LGBT. They're not women. Uh, you know, they're not a vulnerable group that you can just pummel and beat on. And, and you're bringing bats and and sticks and pipes and tire irons. How is that a peaceful protest? You're a lawless mob. That's what you are. And I side with uh, those that are that want answers from the Portland Police Department as to how they have not put this mob down. Um, so now, now the police are apparently working on trying to find the, the actual person or persons that uh, assaulted... I understand either Mr. Blum or Mr. Kelly was uh, attacked and put in the hospital. They were attacked with a, a crowbar or some sort of metal stick, metal rod, metal pipe. Uh, this is not First Amendment. You are a terrorist. You're a domestic terrorist. And this can't go on. Uh, you know, everyone has the right to protest. But nobody... Nobody should stand by and get beaten by so-called protesters. So that's my one last thing on that. Uh, So before I get out of here, I want to remind you to hang up and drive. Okay? One of our campaigns we're promoting. uh, Save a life, spread the word, hang up and drive. Get off the phone and pay attention to what you're doing when you're driving. If you can't do that, please, and I mean this with all the love that I can muster for you, get the hell out of that car. Don't drive. Let someone else drive if you can't be responsible enough to do it. Also, if you're going out and about, parks, beaches, what have you, anywhere you're at, pick up three pieces of trash because it all starts with you. All right, folks, we'll see you next time on the Joel Mahalik Show. Don't forget, jmtalk.net, that is the place to be. We'll catch you later. Bye-bye. (laughs) 